Jesse's lineage coming as those of old have sung. It came a floweret bright amid the cold of winter when half spent. Oh, no. 
Jesus, born to set thy people free from our fears and sins. Release us, let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art, dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart.
Good morning. You know it's going to be an interesting morning when you walk in and, and one of the choir members, Carolyn, has a microphone already up to her mouth just waiting for this service to begin. So do you have an announcement to make or do you just like playing with microphones? I do, and she does too. Well, let's you see. Ready? There you go. Okay. Um, thanks to all of you who have responded to email that I tried to send to everybody about Dallas moving. Uh, one of the things he had talked about is moving some boxes today, and he's not going to be doing that. So thank you for those offers. And we'll let you know as things go on. Hopefully he'll hear from the movers tomorrow. Um, and we'll go from there. So no moving boxes today unless it's at your own house. We are in the process of preparing an, out, an article for the advocate about what we did during Christmas with the canned goods. And I need some pictures. If anyone took pictures, either of the uh, canned goods who were here at the altar or either the tables that we had in the North X, I would appreciate it. Thank you. Well, welcome to the Aldersgate United Methodist Church. We're glad you are here with us today and also online. Uh, just a few things to, to get us excited. I want to know something. How many years has it been since any youth from Aldersgate have attended Revolution, the statewide youth, annual youth event? Fran, you, you've been here 100 years. How long has it been? So let me help y'all put that in per into perspective. Lily was five the last time. <laughs> you were five the last time this church had a group going to revolution. And aren't we happy to be able to say we have a group going this year, a group of six. Uh, one of the things we're trying to do is, because it is such a, a, a a wonderful event and we want to celebrate it we also want to support it so we don't want families having to pay for anything and the goal is to raise fifteen hundred dollars before they go and they leave on the 27th of January uh, I have no doubt this church can do it and so I put the appeal out there uh, if you're going to make a check, do it to AUMC and just put youth trip in the memo line, if you will. Uh, we have a lot of places to serve a new year if you want to experience your faith in different ways and in giving ways. Uh, the altar guild, the greeters, the ushers are all looking for people to, to sign up. Uh, there's the green bulletin board outside the fellowship hall, and that is where you can find that sign up list. Next Sunday is Plentiful Harvest. Janice, raise your hand. Janice is the, the, the lady in charge. The, does that make you the chief cook and bottle washer? Excellent. Uh, if you would like to volunteer, please see Janice. 
uh, we need people from 2 to 4 or from 4 to 6 to set up and to cook and to serve and do clean up. Anything else we need to know? Excellent. All right, we're talking about revolution. Some of us have no earthly idea what revolution we'll be doing. I know about the American Revolution. I was. I, and you are correct, because I can tell you all about George Washington's horses. So if somebody will tell us, okay, what do they do? So somebody at some point in time will inform us. I, text, I texted Audrey and to say that we need to know, and so maybe when she does the children's sermon, she'll now, tell us. I'll, I'll just go ahead. She called me too, but I didn't answer to her in church. <laughs> Um, revolution is a two-and-a-half-day uh, older elementary youth get-together. It's in Columbia, South Carolina. There'll be tons of worship, Christian music, and fellowship. And we need you guys to help us get there because we don't have a bus anymore, and we're taking a good many people. So we've got to rent a van uh, pay for hotel rooms, pay for food. So it's just going to be a great time to fellowship with other older elementary and youth students for the weekend in Columbia. And we would appreciate your help getting us there. Thank you. I can remember who went to Revolution last time. Amanda, Deirdre, Amber and Dustin. Does that help you out? Two things. Geneva's home from the hospital. She came home several days ago. She's feeling better. Uh, still a little weak, but she's feeling better. Second, in Facebook memories yesterday, I noticed that it was 12 years ago that I came back from Afghanistan, and one of the interesting things about that trip that started on a Tuesday and ended on the Sunday morning is when I got to Charlotte and came down that escalator, I saw Sherry at the bottom. Lauren had ran up the escalator to greet me, but as the lower level became visible, I saw a big crowd from this church there welcoming me back, <laughs> and that was a good memory. Now, we got a lot of people here today. This is a good turnout. I see a member here who hasn't been in church with us for a long time for various reasons, but mostly because of COVID. And there's somebody here in this church that's never been here before, and I want y'all to love up on them like you did me 12 years ago. Don't overlook them. Thanks. I, I wish Sherry had run up that escalator. That would have been a sight to see. <laughs> I'm always in trouble, Greg. Just a, a few other things. The Evangelism and Outreach Committee will... will meet tomorrow at 6.30. Trustees also, I believe, are meeting. 
Perry speak. Evangelism and Outreach, January 24th. January Tuesday 24th. Okay. At 6.30. Sorry okay. about that. Charlie? Looks like I got preempted. Um, we were planning to have Safe Sanctuary training again on Tuesday, January 24th at 6.30 in the sanctuary. And at that point in time, the, the calendar was open, so I guess we'll have to discuss this a little bit. That, that gives me an opportunity as your pastor. Chairs, please take a look at that calendar. Uh, we, we have so many meetings that I would like to attend, and I am forced to choose between meetings mm -hmm. because they are scheduled on the same day. And that is easily taken care of. Just look at the church calendar. It's posted on the office door, and that would be a big help to, to, to everyone. Wayne. Steve, I have one thing. I have an appeal for a donation as well for the AV fund. Over the coming weeks, you'll notice a couple small changes. We're going to remove the microphones over the choir and hang those back here in the sanctuary so we'll be able to pick up the sanctuary when they're singing hymns and things like that. We'll be upgrading and replacing the choir mics. Um, yet to be determined where that's going to be. And we're also getting an amplifier, small amplifier, to be able to use the soundboard in the fellowship hall. Um, to, to, to have that ready to go. If we ever have an overflow or something like that or some kind of a session back there, we can use the sound system in the, in the fellowship hall. So please consider, perfectly consider donating to the AV Fund to help us with these new expenses. Thank you, Wayne. Is, is missions going to meet Tuesday? Good, thank you. SPRC will meet the 23rd. True, still true? on Ring Central at 6.30. Also, I remind you that we are an overflow shelter for Bethel's Men's, what used to be Bethel's Men's Shelter. Uh, they will be here, those men will be with us uh, on the nights between January 22nd and February 12th. So, so please be mindful of that. If you think of ways we can greet them and bless them, please let me know. Uh, we are a very giving church and a very loving church, and we certainly want to make them feel welcome. Steve. Uh, I have a quick announcement. Um, Robin Farrington and Diane Barfield both have birthdays this week. Mm. I saw the look on her face. You're in trouble too, Steve. On a personal note, I want to thank everybody for the, the, the wonderful Christmas gifts, the cards, especially for your generosity to the staff. Uh, thank you to the person, you know who they are, who gave me, you know who you are. You gave me a book, and I, I very much appreciate it. I'm looking forward to digging into it. Um, but, but it is much appreciated, all, all of it. So thank you. Any other announcements? The what? Updates for the directory are in the back. We want to make a current directory. It's not for members only. If you come, if you're interested, if you want your name in there, 
please let us know. It's on the table right to your right as you exit the sanctuary. Anyone else? Let us worship. Margie. Uh, speaking on the note of uh, the directory, also the name banners. I need to gather any person that would like their name on the banner. As you said, you do not have to be a member, but we welcome you to put your name on the banner. So I will be gathering those very shortly, so um, please add your name. Good, thank you. Is a sign up for that also in the same place? <laughs> Dallas, you're in charge of the basket. <laughs> Let us do what we came here to do. Let us worship the Lord together.
us join in our call to worship. We meet as brothers and sisters in Christ, accepting the responsibility this places upon us to love one another as you have loved us. We meet as your lights in this dark world and pray that through our words and our lives, others might be drawn into your family. Your love is freedom. Your touch is healing. Your voice is our command. Abide with us, we pray, in our worship and in our lives. In your holy and gracious name we pray. Amen.
Let us join together in an epiphany affirmation. It's found on page two of the bulletin. And just so you will know, I'm going to introduce us or reintroduce us to some of the great affirmations of the church through time, as well as some contemporary affirmations. Just so we are aware that affirming our faith is more than part of a ritual. It is a life. And it's a life that we live together as a church and before one another. We believe in God, the creator of all things, the giver of life and breath. We believe in Jesus Christ, born Emmanuel, God with us, baptized and revealed the most beloved Son of God. He sought to heal humanity by taking our brokenness upon himself, suffering for us, dying for us, and being raised from the dead for our sake and for the sake of all the world. We believe that he will come again. We believe in the Holy Spirit, continually poured out and refreshing our lives, leading us into a new day ever birthing the church, the body of Christ in the world. This spirit is our sole companion and counselor of truth, reminding us of the gift of faith, the ever presence of God, and the promise of eternal life. Thanks be to God. children to come forward and Miss Audrey too. Good morning girls. Here are two girls that are going to go with us to Revolution. So that's good, isn't it? You're famous, that's right, you're one of two famous. So famous, so famous. Well, what do you like best about school, Katie? Um, don't say lunch. I don't know what else to say. You don't know what else to say. You um, look like a reading girl. You loved reading yeah, and writing. Yeah, I school because they force us to read. Oh, no. What about you, Nora? What do you like best about school? Um, probably math. Math. You're my girl. That's right. Well, I don't know if you remember, but way back in kindergarten, did you used to have a time called show and tell? Yes, where you could bring something from home, show it to the class, and tell them about it. Well, I brought something this morning. 
this is my most famous sloth pen. And it has, what should a sloth do? Hi, let's see. And you click it and it says, slowly comb his hair. Why would a sloth slowly comb their hair? Because they are so slow. And everything they do, they're slow. Kind of like some kids I know. Oh, goodness, probably takes forever. Well, show and tell was one of my favorite things to do in school because it let me bring something important to share with the class. It's really fun to show and tell others about something that's really important to us. The Bible tells us about a man named John who loved to show and tell others about Jesus. The Bible says that one day John was standing with a group of people when he saw Jesus coming and he said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I have seen him, and I tell you that this is the Son of God. Because John loved to show and tell others about Jesus, many people came to know Jesus and to follow him. It is important for you and me to show and tell others about Jesus too. We can show others about Jesus by doing the things that Jesus taught us to do, things like loving one another and being helpful and kind. Then people will see that we know Jesus and that we will give and that will give us a chance to tell them about Jesus. We can tell them about what he has done for us and what he wants to do for them. Yes, each day we should show and tell others about Jesus. Okay, You think we can do that? I know we can do it. We can do it. Let's close our hands and bow our heads for a short prayer. Dear Hot Father, help us this week to show and tell as many people as we can about you and your love for us. In Jesus' name, all the children said, Amen. Girl.
just so you will know, Sissy has laryngitis, and she's had it for about four days. It's been kind of quiet around the parsonage lately. <laughs> she doesn't hurt. She just can't talk. She's got a wicked cough, but that doesn't even hurt. So just so you'll know where she is this morning. Uh, we need to pray for Kim Huffsteller and for her family. Kim is Gay Nyberg's sisters, obviously Steve's sister-in-law. Um, she is, went to the doctor recently, and she is now living her last few weeks um, as she is nearing the end of a battle with cancer. Uh, she lives in Denver, North Carolina, and so please remember them in our prayers this morning. Her life in, on this earth is coming to an end, but we believe in a much richer greater life beyond. Other people we might pray for this morning? Um, our former district superintendent, Joe Long, and Kathy Joe welcomed their first grandchild last week. Um, his name is George, um, but he came a month uh, early and he's experiencing some kidney function problems, um, and they face maybe the possibility of surgery. So please keep George and all the longs in your prayer. Thank you, Linda. Harry? Bob Garrison. Thank you, Harry. Sue, did I see your hand up? I love the places God sends us to do ministry. Craven's sister-in-law passed away yesterday. It's great to see Hope and Foster and their family at church. Uh, I haven't really seen her yet, but I know she's over there. <laughs> yeah, we do have a few people here this morning that I understand haven't been here with us since my time. So I'm looking forward to meeting you, and, and uh, everybody else said, oh, you got to go talk to them. They're a lot of fun there, you know. So I'm going to do that. Anybody else have any exercise Wayne can get this morning? Pardon me? Marietta Tinkler.
praising for Betty, Betty's surgery. Raise your hand, Betty, the good one. There you go. And the surgery went well, and it's good to see her back in church. And, you know, few things can make Dave smile as big as Betty. So she said it absolutely right, Betty. Anyone else? Let us pray. You who planted the seeds of the gospel in our hearts and lives, make them bear fruit. Scare away the crows. Scare away anything in our lives that would threaten our faith and our faithfulness. Enrich the rocky soil in our lives and strangle the weeds. We repent of our sin and seek your forgiveness. Forgive us. In Jesus' name, forgive us. We know you do not abandon us even when we abandon you, following our own will, doing our own thing. We know your love still rains down upon us, even when our love becomes shallow and weak. We know you are always faithful, always gracious, always seeking us out for a deeper relationship. So give us opportunities to proclaim the goodness of your name. Teach us to glorify you in everything, everything we say, everything we do. Unless you build the house, our labor is in vain. So bring your power and might and the gift of your grace to this world, to us. Fill us with the wonder of your salvation. Show us ways to love and bless our neighbors. Lead us on paths that will heal and strengthen our families. Keep us ever mindful that you walk beside us always and that with you all things are possible. Give us the boldness of a Peter or a Paul to go into the world preaching the good news in all seasons and in all situations. Make us a blessing to every person we meet this week. Keep us from offending anyone unless it is the gospel that offends them, in which case help us to offend everyone. Go before us and give us total confidence that comes from knowing that you never leave us or forsake us. Pour your Holy Spirit upon us until, like the faithful who brought your good news to us, 
we also say, I will go anywhere you want me to go. I will do anything you want me to do. I will say anything you want me to say. You know our needs. So we pray for those whose needs are weighing them down, burdening their hearts and their souls. We pray for peace in our world, and especially for those who put their lives on the line every day as they work for peace. We pray for those whose basic needs go unmet, who yearn for food, shelter, warmth, health. Make us beacons of hope shining in places of darkness and hear our prayers for others, for their welfare and for their salvation. Lord Jesus, loving Savior, blessed and blessed King, bring fresh energy to wavering faith. And may the joy of the Holy Spirit working in our lives ever strengthen us to be the church you have blessed us to be. For these and all things we ask only in your holy name. The name of the one who still teaches us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Our Psalter today, our psalm is Psalm 40, verses 1 through 11, and this can be found in your hymnal on page 774 and 775. patiently for the Lord, who inclined to me and heard my cry. The Lord drew me up from the desolate pit, out of the miry bog, set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. The Lord put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and be in awe, and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed are those who make the Lord their trust, who do not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after false gods. O Lord my God, you have multiplied your wondrous deeds and your thoughts toward us. None can compare with you. Were I to proclaim and tell of them, they would be more than can be numbered. Sacrifice and offering but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, Lo, I come. In the roll of the book it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. Lo, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. I have not hid your saving help within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and faithfulness from the great congregation. O Lord, do not withhold your mercy from me. Let your steadfast love and faithfulness ever preserve me. Today's scripture reading is John 1, verses 29 through 42 the Lamb of God. The next day, he saw Jesus coming toward him and declared, here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, after me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but I came baptizing with water for this reason, that he might be revealed to Israel. 
And John testified, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I myself have seen and have testified that this is the Son of God. The first disciples of Jesus. The next day, John again was standing with two of his disciples, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look, here is the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher. Where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated anointed. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Lord, we are truly blessed to have had someone in our lives who cared enough about you and us to share your name, to show us your love, to teach us about this grand faith, to set our lives on an entirely different course that always leads straight to your heart. Teach us through these words today to know we are blessed to do that very thing for others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. A fly was buzzing along one morning when he saw a lawnmower that someone had left just sitting out in their front yard. He flew over and he sat on the handle of that lawnmower and he watched the children as they walked by on the sidewalk on their way to school. Well, it just happened that one of the boys tripped on a crack and he fell, spilling his lunch all over that sidewalk. Well, he's a guy, so he picked himself up. He took all the food that had fallen on the ground, put it back in the ground, in the bag, and went on his way. But he missed a piece of bologna. Well, the fly had not eaten that morning, and he was hungry. So he flew down and started eating the bologna. In fact, he ate so much that he could not fly. So he waddled across the lawn 
crawled up onto the wheel of the lawnmower and up to the handle of that mower where he returned to the position he had been in, resting and watching more children go by. But from there he looked down and he noticed there was still some baloney laying there on the sidewalk. He was stuffed, really stuffed. But that baloney sure did look good. Finally, temptation got the better of him, and he jumped off the handle of the lawnmower to fly over to the baloney. But alas, he was too full to fly, and he went splat, killing him instantly. So what is the point of this story? It's really simple. Don't fly off the handle when you're full of baloney. But were you perhaps expecting something a little more spiritual? Yeah. Well, how about this then? This world is full of baloney. It's full of temptations. It's full of distractions that attract us like flies. He or she who dies with the most toys wins. That's not called victory. That's called greed. It's baloney. If it feels good, do it. Self-gratification. Go viral. Embarrass anyone you have to. Say anything you want to to get those likes. Ego. Narcissism. It's all about me. Baloney. But these verses about John and Andrew, they cut through all of the baloney and they bring us to the very heart of our lives as Christians. John the Baptist spent his life preaching repentance. But when Jesus appears on the scene. His message changes. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John points the way not to repentance now, but to Jesus now. And then there is Andrew. Andrew, the first follower of Jesus. Andrew, the first evangelist of Jesus. Andrew, the first missionary of Jesus. We usually don't think of Andrew that way, do, do we? 
Truth be told, when was the last time you thought of Andrew at all? Andrew is easy to overlook. He's not one of the, the superstars. He's not Peter, he's not Paul, he's not John, he's not Matthew, Mark, or Luke. In fact, Andrew is mentioned by name, he's only mentioned by name in 12 verses, and in eight of them he is referred to as the brother of Simon Peter. Peter was the rock star. Andrew was the guy who carried his instruments. So what makes Andrew so special? What makes Andrew so important to us? You see, Andrew did one thing over and over again. He brought people to Jesus. Andrew's first act as a disciple was to go and get his brother so he could meet Jesus. Can you imagine a church without Peter? Everything Peter did in the early days. One of the holy apostles starting the church, dying for his Lord. Those stories would not exist if Andrew had not gone and said, Brother, come see. Come see. When there were 5,000 hungry mouths to be fed, Andrew introduced a small boy with a small lunch to Jesus. He brought him to Jesus. There is an old saying among pastors, shepherds don't make sheep. Sheep make sheep. Some churches expect their pastors to bring in new people and increase membership and to make disciples. And some pastors can do that. The problem is they do it on the power of their personality. Guess what happens when that pastor leaves? It was the excitement of Andrew. It was the invitation of Andrew that got the first two or three gathered together with Jesus. Andrew, a layperson. Andrew, a sheep. Shepherds don't make sheep. Sheep make sheep. That's not just good genetics. That's good faith. It's great faith. And notice what Andrew did. There, there were no huge TV monitors. There wasn't a whole staff that went ahead and planned conferences and set up prayer partners and visited churches to let people know what was coming. What Andrew did was not dramatic. It was not even innovative. 
He simply shared his excitement for Jesus. Come see. Andrew should be every Christian's middle name. Peggy Andrew Palmer. We're not talking about him. We're talking about you. Andrew. John Andrew Threat. Steve Andrew Holler. You see, you and I have bragging rights. Jesus did not brag about his healing or any of the miracles he performed. In fact, Jesus more often told people, I'm going to do this miracle, but keep quiet about it. It was up to those who followed Jesus to spread the news about the power and presence they witnessed, they experienced, they felt around Jesus. You know, a man called the church by mistake. It happens more often than you think. And I enjoy those phone calls. It's like, hey, you never call them church by mistake, so what can I pray for you about in your life and I'll just start having a conversation with a guy who's waiting for me to hang up so he can call whoever he meant to call in the first place but a man called church by mistake and the church secretary happened to be distracted at the time and did not answer the phone in the usual fashion she just said hello I've actually done that before at a church. The man said, I want to order one pound of barbecue, two pints of coleslaw, and a dozen hush puppies. To which the church secretary said, wait a minute, sir, we aren't a restaurant. You must have a wrong number. Well, the man hesitated a moment, and then he said, well, what do you sell? What business are you in? It's a good question. We declare good news. We proclaim the forgiveness of sin by the grace of God through Jesus Christ our Lord. We live out our faith in our crucified and risen Savior. We offer eternal an abundant life in Jesus' name. So Lisa Andrew and Lynn Andrew and Betty Andrew and Dave Andrew and Bruce Andrew and Craig Andrew and Carla Andrew and Sharon Andrew, and Linda Andrew, and Fran Andrew, and just another Steve Andrew, and Phil Andrew. Oh, we won't leave you out. And Dallas Andrew. How are you going to invite others to come see this year? 
I've got a challenge for you. Got a whole year. That's a long time. Just ask any kid who's waiting for Christmas already. I want you to take your middle name, Andrew, and like your namesake, bring five people to Aldersgate to come see. Not family. I've done this at churches before, and they'd bring family from out of town and say, oh, look, I got five all at once. That does not count. Five. Fifty-two weeks for five people. I don't think I'm asking too much because I believe that Jesus is asking even more. Or are you going to settle for baloney? Amen.
our God, who has been faithful to us every moment of our lives, calls us to call others. May God bless you with the wonder of faith, the joy of service, and the love of Christ, now and forever. Amen. Thank you.